calare del mare bene Si ci picchia quando si è baccalare perché mi Hey there, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. Of course, great being here. I want to thank Gary Nell for all that he does to help so many in so many different ways, and all the people contributing, all the other speakers and hosts and guests. They come on Progressive Radio Network. It's really great. So thank you for having me and welcome to another Trends This Week. And what are the trends this week? Well, if we go to the Cartoon News Network, CNN, breaking news, breaking news. All right, hold on to your hat. This is the breaking news. This is why you listen to PRN and not the other garbage out there. Sports anchor who was at ESPN since the beginning retires After 40 years, that's their breaking news story. I'm not making it up. Today in politics, this is right at the top. Eric Trump says he was spit on at restaurant. Yeah, what'd you do with the person that spit on you? <laughs> call daddy. Maybe you call out the, call out the national guard. Were you man enough to uh, confront the person that spit on you or just walk away? Whatever it was, what'd you do? Anyway, in the next one, the image underscores the crisis at the border, that, that terrible picture of the father and daughter with their face down in the water going across the Rio Grande. And that's, you know, that, that issue is going to be, by the way, as we go into the presidential reality show, the three major issues that we're going to hear coming in the campaign trail is health care, education, and Bernie. You elect me, I'll give you free education. Hey, wait a minute. I don't want to pay for their, you know, oh, we're going to let the Wall Street people pay for it. Yeah, sure, they're going to pay for it. I mean, you, you know, you made these decisions yourself. The people that took out the debt, getting these degrees in worthlessness. Oh, yeah, degree in, you know, degree in uh, history or English. Yeah, great. And then you can get a job teaching at the dumbed-down education system we have. Tell you how low and stupid the education system is in America. And it's been like, again, this is a German model that was developed for the Industrial Revolution to take people off their farms and their own little businesses making what they were making. Can't make them anymore. We're going to industrialize it. We're going to have big corporations make it. We needed to... Come to one location, a big location, and learn how to take orders, read, write, and do some math. And we're going to call it school. That's the education system. The education system is so stupid, and the people running it are so stupid, that when I was a kid, in grammar school and high school, They used to have air raid drills. Damn Russians, those Soviet Union commies. You don't know when they're going to drop that atom bomb, and we got to prepare you for when that bomb drops. So, as a little kid, we're going to, all right, we're going to have an air raid drill now. When you hear the siren, what you're going to do is go under your desk. You had adults, adults telling kids, To hide under their desk. Adults, the same people that are the education system today, feeding us and throwing down all the garbage that they're taught to tell you to do. Because to come a teacher, all you got to do is pass the state test. So you all think alike. And these are the courses you all have to take. Even though you have no desire to, even though it's not in your psyche, your spirit, your bloodstream or whatever, you gotta learn algebra, you gotta learn chemistry, you gotta learn biology, you got, you gotta learn a bunch of crap that we're telling you you gotta learn. So anyway, going back to scaring the hell out of little kids and having them hide under desks, 
Then when we got a little bigger, in high school, they had us standing in the hallways with our hands behind our head against the wall. Oh, and by the way, and if you see a flash, don't look at it. I'm not making this up. This could be, this could be a, a, a movie, a comedy. If you see a flash, don't look at it. Hey, stupid. If I see a flash, I'm going to be dust in about 20 minutes, 20 seconds, excuse me. Hide under your desk if they drop an atom bomb in New York City and I'm living in the Bronx or Yonkers, when we social climb. That's going to save my life. That's the education system. That's how stupid it is. And all the media is is a reflection of that stupidity. It's still high school. The systems are still high school. That's all the government is. These people have not, because after all, the people that run for office are the same people you couldn't stand in high school and college that wanted to be class president or head of the student council. That's all. That's all they are. It's high school. That's what we have. And they're talking about those commies. The hypocrisy of it all. Every day, you know, when you go to the business media, it's about those trade wars. Trade wars. Well, who are you having a trade war with? Oh, China. China? I mean, we're doing business with China? I mean, didn't we destroy... North Korea because we were afraid of China? Didn't we destroy those commies? Those commies. This is the propaganda that the school system, by the way, kept selling and keeps selling. And the prostitute media, the whores that get to pay to put out by their corporate johns and their Washington whoremasters, this is the stuff that they keep selling us, right? And hate those commies when we were kids. But now it's okay to do business with those commie Chinese. Quote, we're about 90% the way on China trade deal. And there's a path to complete this, said our Secretary of the Treasury, Mnuchin. Yeah, another guy. Yeah, he got his bank deals that others say were criminal and corrupt. I didn't say that. Others have. Our Treasury Secretary. So here we are doing with the business with the Chinese, the biggest communist country in the world, while for decades, decades, they taught us to hate those commies. But hey, we're doing business with them, and we use their cheap labor. We got a lot of stuff made over there, pretty good. And we brought it back over here, marked up the prices and made a lot more money. And we fired everybody in the country, in the United States. So they got lousy jobs now. They're not making anything. And when you go back to Slick Willie Clinton, another piece of garbage, may he rot in hell when he dies for the murderers, murderous acts that he's committed. Hey, you like Kosovo? Maybe you like the rock. Yeah. You know that. You go You go to the clip. We've talked about it many times. Madeleine Albright, or not that Albright, on with Leslie Stahl on CNN, when asked if the death of 500,000 Iraqi children under the age of five was worth the sanctions, arrogant Albright said, yes, it is. Well, yes, it was. And B.S. Bernie Sanders supported it, too, folks. So, when Clinton was selling us NAFTA and bringing China into the World Trade Organization, you know what the line was? We don't want those dirty manufacturing jobs anymore. We'll have clean service sector jobs. Yeah. 
so you can clean service sector jobs. You get a good job as a cleaner. Hospitality sector. And now you could work at Amazon in one of their warehouses. And you all know this story. The wages stink. People have $400 in case of an emergency. And going back to what I was saying, how we were taught to hate the commies to build a military-industrial complex, slaughter tens of millions of people under the guise that the commies are coming. Oh, what they did in Vietnam. It was so wonderful. Another lie, the Gulf of Tonkin incident that never happened. In my generation, so many people destroyed, dead, lives ruined, maimed mentally and physically. I didn't go. I avoided the draft. I was a draft dodger. And by the way, I was too stupid to be against the war as a kid. I believed the propaganda. I just couldn't imagine me in a foreign country getting shot at. Looking at these guys walking water up to their chest and holding their guns over their head and walking in these rice paddies and swamps. I went to school in West Virginia, the only school I could get into. My grades were so, I barely got out of high school. Oh, but, oh, you're a draft dodger. You didn't go get killed, your life get ruined in Vietnam on a war based on lies. You coward. Trump doesn't admit it. I admit it. I tried to get off with a bone spur too. I had one of them. I couldn't get off because my daddy wasn't rich. He couldn't pay a doctor off to do it like Trump did. But I got a lot more from my father than Trump, boy. I'll tell you that. I only am who I am because of where I came from and all that they gave me. Yep, if I were to have two parents in the history of the world, part one and part two, give me back those two. And all those great aunts and uncles. And all my parents' friends, may the souls rest in peace. So they teach you to hate the commies, but it's okay to do business with, us, with them because now, <laughs> boy, are we doing a lot of business with Vietnam? Oh, and by the way, they're still commie. But that's okay. That's okay. That's the hypocrisy going on. I think I would trade with, we did a, a Trends in the News broadcast, and you can see those on YouTube. And we go, we have Trend Vision 2020 podcast, by the way, with me and Douglas Grunther. Great guy. Real pro. You get news and 20 minutes like you won't get anywhere else in the world. Trend Vision 2020. You're a podcast. You know where to get those podcasts. They're out there for you. And anyway, I was doing one and I mentioned the Vietnam numbers. I think we've increased trade with Vietnam this year by about 46%. This is a country where the United States killed... Some three and a half million people poisoned the place with Agent Orange. Well, poisoned our soldiers too. So, you kids, we're kids. You kid at that age, you don't know anything. I know a guy that, uh, he was in Vietnam where you mentioned the word, he said, please don't talk about it. And you can see, you know, the look on his face. And he was there. Yep. Now, of course, there's Iran. Isn't that great, huh? You know why Trump didn't attack Iran? You know why he pulled back? We're going to kill 150 people? Nah. They would have retaliated. United States sent a battle group, the U.S. Lincoln, into the Straits of Hormuz. That would be wiped out in seconds. Aircraft carriers are the battleships of the 21st century. 
They're obsolete. They're obsolete. They're worth nothing. The straights of our moves are very narrow. They would have retaliated. That's why they didn't do anything. Let's get this straight. Iran is in Libya. Iran is in Syria. Iran is in Iraq. They blew this drone, and it wasn't one of these little drones. It was what? Depending on whose numbers you're looking at, a hundred million, two hundred million dollar aircraft flying very high out of the sky. They would have wiped out American troops. That's why you're not seeing anything going on against Iran. Gone. Boom. Bam. NATO calls on Russia to destroy new missiles. Warns a response. The new missiles that are being developed now, particularly the supersonic or whatever they call them, missiles, they, they, these things are, they're not going to stop these things. We have a war with Iran. It'd be the beginning of World War Three, And now, of course, we got that crazy guy Pompeo, our Secretary of State, over there, uh, in the Mideast, building a coalition against Iran, meeting with leaders of Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates, countering the threat from building a broad global coalition that includes Asian and European countries. The threat from Iran. Threat from Iran. What has Iran done? I ran all the way home. Oh, that's a different Iran. <laughs> I ran all the way home. Just to say I'm sorry. That's an old song. Anyway. That's what's going on. Our lovely friends, the Saudis. What a great democracy that is. Oh, and the Me Too movement. They love those people in in Saudi Arabia. Never heard them talking about them. They're our allies. They're great, the Saudis. How many people do they behead today? And the United States uses this BS line of bringing democracy around the world. This gang, the Saudi gang, created in about 1934. And again, it was the United States that unilaterally and illegally pulled out of the agreement. The nuclear agreement with Iran. And all the research shows that Iran was totally, totally in compliance with that agreement. They don't want a nuclear weapon, they said. All we want to do is do business. That's the only thing I think Obama did good. The murderer Obama. Oh, don't say that about Obama. I love Obama. The murderer Obama who destroyed Libya, Syria. Wars going on throughout his whole term. What, about six wars. Folks, we're going to pull out of Afghanistan? Liar. Did a troop surge. 33,000 more troops. First day in office. Folks, we're going to close Guantanamo. By the end of this year. Oh, but he didn't have the power to do it. He will. Stop your BS. He had all the power he needed. Hey, you forgot both the Democrats in the House and the Democrats in the Senate were a majority. He could have done it. He's a lying, low-life murderer 
and coward just like the rest of them in there. Those are your qualifications that you need to become the President of the United States. By their deeds you shall know them, murderers and thieves. They steal our money to give it to the big banksters and the big corporations in the names of bailouts and too big to fails. And they murder in the name of bringing freedom and democracy around the world. Democrats and repulsivekins. Don't forget to vote. Oh, and the big thing is today, the first debate brought to you by the Prestitute Media. Used to have the League of Women Voters was in charge of those things, but no more. Where are the women fighting? They should fight for it back. <clears throat> yeah, so tonight's the big night. The big night. Up, oh, breaking news, breaking news. CNN, the Cartoon News Network, with Don the Lemon. Chris born on third base, thought he hit a home run, arrogant Cuomo. And Anderson, mommy was a Vanderbilt Cooper. And I'd be nowhere if it wasn't for the rich folks I came from. The breaking news on the Cartoon News Network House panel votes to subpoena testimony from Kelly Conway. And that's why you listen to Progressive Radio Network. And that's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. The only magazine where you read history before it happens. The only magazine in the world. They're giving you yesterday's news tomorrow. We give you tomorrow's news today. It's not what you know, it's when you know it. We tell you first, then, as you well know, on June 4th, we sent out a trend alert. Excuse me, June 6th, to our subscribers. The gold bull run has begun. Yep. At that time, gold was trading at around, um, eh, $1,332. It is now trading at $1,410. That's why you subscribe to the Trends Journal. And we don't take advertisements. There's not an advertisement in the journal. Not a nothing zero. So I don't get paid by anybody to say what I say. I call it as I see it. Now, gold has lost a little bit of momentum because they're uh, backtracking a little bit over there on when they're going to cut interest rates. That's the... That's the wrap, but I don't see that happening like that. Yep. The global economy is in a dramatic slowdown. It's very serious what's going on around the world. You know what's going on in Algeria, protests after protests. Sudan. Military dictatorship, people protesting, hundreds killed. Honduras now. They went into the university over there. Killed a couple of people last week. Seriously wounded about 20 people firing live ammunition against protesters. Goes back to the border issue. Oh, Honduras. All you lovely liberals. All you phony liberals. All you gutless liberals. All you hypocritical liberals. Yeah, Honduras. The coup. Supported by Obama, Hillary Clinton, and all the rest. 
that overthrew the democratically elected government over there in 2009. Oh, you forgot that, huh? No, you don't want to admit it. Well, Obama's not as bad as Trump. Trump hasn't killed as many people as uh, Clinton or Obama or Bush. You got a ways to go. Hey, if you start that war, maybe against Iran, you could out outpace them. Yep. Around the world, take a trip. Ethiopia, coup attempt this weekend. They kill the coup guys. Oh, here we go. Honduran military invades university and shoots down students. Yep. And of course, they're also uh, slaves to the International Mafia Federation. That morons and imbeciles call the International Monetary Fund. So they're deep in debt, and the guy that they put in after they overthrew the other government privatized everything. Cut benefits like they all do. Argentina. Yeah, they only have about a 23% unemployment rate. But they brought in a real economic pro, Macri, got rid of that other Peronist, <laughs> Kirshner. His wife, I forgot her name. And he made things a lot better. They only have an inflation rate of about 60%. The peso's down about 60%. You have slowdowns in China, slowdowns in India. Congo, oh, that's a wonderful place right now to go to, too. And Mali's just beautiful, thinking of going there for vacation. You got GDP numbers coming out of Germany that are showing growth of only 0.6%. It's very serious. Very serious. There's a global slowdown. When all else fails... They take you to war. And when you look at when all else fails, one of the big failures, there's Netanyahu over there in Israel. He failed to form a government. They're going to have another election. Remember a number of years ago, he had that cartoon bomb that he drew, brought at the United Nations, showing that Iran had had a fuse on it. And that nuclear weapon was ready to explode. So it's the United States, Saudi Arabia, United Arab Emirates, and Israel against Iran. And Trends Journal subscribers know this well. It was one of our top trends for 2018 that we actually write in 2017. Market shock, mass murder. The markets globally are going to collapse. Equity markets will collapse. Economies collapse. If War breaks out against Iran. Oil prices will spike well above $100 a barrel. So you can see what's going on here, and it's not very pretty. And that's the other reason we launched Occupy Peace, which is very difficult to keep going because we get very little money coming in. And uh, unlike Trump, whose daddy left the family about $400 million dollars, my father, may his soul rest in peace, left me in 1977. <laughs> AMC Eagle. That they don't make anymore. And a good thing they don't. It wasn't a very good car. So occupy peace. If you want a peace, we need your help to make it happen. So, we get back in a little bit. We talk more about the economy, what's going on. And don't forget, if you want to call... You know the number, 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. Be back in a few. 
Yeah, I'm not known as a gadget guy, but I love gadgets that really do the trick, like the new app. The Progressive Radio Network has an app. Thanks to our friends at Audio Now. Hey, this is Mark Farrell, host of Insight on Thursdays at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where we broadcast live out of New York City. But if you can't catch the show live, no frets. It's always archived. It's always on the app. Download it now. Listen now. Listen later whenever you want. The Progressive Radio Network app is available from our friends at Audio Now. Check it out. Hey, it's Jesse, PRN Station Manager. I have an exciting announcement for our amazing listeners. PRN has a new voicemail line that will allow you to connect better with our hosts. If you can't listen live but have a question or comment for one of our hosts, just call 862-800-6805. That's 862-800-6805. This feature will allow your voice to be heard on your favorite PRN show. Thank you for listening to the Progressive Radio Network. The Progressive Radio Network is a thinking person's network for our world's progressive visionaries and stakeholders and great thinkers to assemble on a commercial-free and listener-supported network. Our provocative hosts speak freely and passionately on intriguing and urgent topics such as health and news and politics and women's issues and philosophy and more that directly impact our lives. Progressive Radio Network takes chances. Our voices and ideas are not always welcomed by corporate media. So Progressive Radio Network is a very important outlet for these great thinkers. the instruments in his hand If you marry the musician he will come and he will go and he will always be playing in the band If you marry the musician he'll have the trumpet in his hand If you marry the musician he'll have the trumpet in his hand huh? Oh yeah Anyway I think that was another meaning to that. New high in U.S. say immigration most important problem. It's a Gallup poll. As I was mentioning before, that is going to be a major issue on the presidential reality show. And of course, tonight, the debates. You have two minutes to answer the question, a 30-second response. And you call that a debate? Save it. It's the presidential reality show. So... Talking about the economy and how they're going to have to keep lowering interest rates. New home sales dropped for the second straight month. That is weak. New home sales, by the way, don't make up the majority of the, the, um, the sales of the year. But they're still, it's important that they're dropping in the sense that people can't afford new homes. They're too expensive to build now because of all the regulations, restrictions, and costs of things. But of course, we have no inflation, not when you have to add up the real inflation numbers, which they don't want to do, because then they would have to pay us more money in terms of um, Social Security and other benefits, because that's what they're attached to. So... You know, we're we're looking at, as I said, the global slowdown, and it's real. It's in one country after another, plus the violence that is escalating around the world. As I said, when all else fails, they take you to war. And that's what you're going to see more and more of in countries that are going down and down. And speaking of which, one of them, of course, mentioned Iran. The sanctions that America's put on them is disgusting. This should not be going on. It's economic warfare. 
And all Trump does is brag that he's going to put on tougher and tougher sanctions. And just recently, you know, just yesterday, you know, Trump Trump uh, announced new quote hard-hitting sanctions against Iran. He said, quote, the assets of Ayatollah Khomeini and his office will not be spared from the sanctions. The supreme leader of Iran is the one who ultimately is responsible for the hostile conduct of this regime. Well, first of all, it's not Ayatollah Khomeini. He died a long time ago. It's Khomeini, different guy that's in charge now. And talking about a hostile conduct of the regime, what have they done? Oh, they blew up them boats, those ships. You saw the pictures? We showed you them. No proof, of course. Lie. We talked about that last week. You're sure Iran is going to attack a Japanese ship while the Prime Minister of Japan is in Iran talking to Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, not Ayatollah Khomeini. Hostile action. What are you doing over there? Go home. Can you imagine if Iran was floating, uh, sending those kind of drones near the United States off the coast of California and New York? The East Coast? Gulf of Mexico? Oh, yeah, it'd be fine. We'd love to see them there. Interestingly, a poll shows that a strong majority of Americans oppose attacking Iran. Hill-Harris poll. 58% favored a non-military approach. 48% calling for diplomacy. 9% saying the U.S. should take no action at all. I'm in that 9%. And only 5% supported a war. But 19% wanted, quote, limited attacks. Oh, yeah, we'll limit them. And they won't retaliate. So 5%, that's the 5% that runs the government. The 5% of the psychopaths and sociopaths. The Pompeos, the Boltons. The ones that we've had. One after another. So remember, if you have any messages, any thoughts, call in. And we have a call from John. John wants to know if it's time to sell gold. Well, I don't give financial advice. I will tell you our trend forecast. When we made that trend forecast on June 6th, when gold was $1,332 an ounce, I said it would have to break over $1,385 an ounce for it to gain strength. And it's done that. The next breakout point, again, I don't give financial advice. I'm just telling you what our forecasts are. The next breakout point for gold, as I say it, is $1,450 an ounce. 
When gold breaks past that point, I forecast it's going to spike. It's going to spike to the $2,000 range and above. Again, something could happen to bring the price down. On the low end of gold, it's about $1,250. So in the grand scheme, in in this kind of market, that's not a lot down. But the other thing's important. You know, gold's just hit now, get back to with the six-year level where it was six years ago. Hasn't been this high for six years. So it's a global-nomic approach. And that means you put connections between different fields. Earlier, I was talking about what's going on in Argentina. Oh, Brazil's heading back into recession, too. And Venezuela, of course. Honduras, El Salvador, Guatemala. Congo, South Africa, Zimbabwe, Mali, Algeria, Sudan, Congo, Yemen. What's a Yemen? It's not in America's news, even though we're supplying with the armaments and and intelligence to slaughter all those people. About almost 100,000 dead. Worst humanitarian crisis on earth. They have that war. War heating up with Iran. Iran is in a deep recession. Their, their GDP is rapidly declining, inflation skyrocketing, unemployment very high. Their currency well depreciated. Turkey, just saw they had an election in Istanbul and Erdogan, who forced a new election because his party lost when they had the election a few months ago. They got wiped out. Turkey's in terrible straits. As I mentioned, it's slowed down in China, slowed down in India, Indonesia, Australia. So what that means is that they're going to continue to print cheap money. The cheaper the money gets, the higher inflation goes, the more gold is worth. End of story. Part one. Part two of the story is economic tensions. Excuse me, geopolitical tensions, like what's going on in the Middle East. One of our top trends this year, too, was human waves, meaning that the flood of people coming into countries from poor countries to richer countries is going to continue to escalate for generations. And a new study just came out showing that the greatest population surges are going to be in the poorest nations, particularly in Africa. So human waves are going to be continuing to be a growing trend. And again, all this ties together global-nomically. One of the reasons why you don't have sky-high inflation is I call it my 5-0 formula. One of them is overpopulation. The reason people are moving out of China with manufacturing is they're going to cheaper places to get the stuff made. It doesn't have a lot to do with trade wars. The population is going to be, by 2050, nearly 10 billion people on Earth. Let's go back a hundred years ago. You had 1.6, 1.7 million people on earth. So we've already added 6 billion. We're going to be adding another 3 plus billion. So. Overpopulation, you had a lot of cheap labor. Number two, open markets. You could bring stuff in from cheap labor countries. Now you couldn't before. Number three, overcapacity. You can make more stuff than you'll ever need. 
The production systems are there, and that's the next one is overproduction. They are making more than you need. That's why you have marshals and and home goods and dollar stores and getting rid of stuff that people aren't buying that they're selling cheaper. Brings inflation down. And online. Online has brought down prices of a lot of items. The book industry. That's how it began. It just keeps spreading like that. So that's why you're not seeing inflation. So the issue of immigration and human waves is going to continue as people leave countries that are ravaged by economic, socioeconomic decline and you know, terrible places to live in, crime and corruption. So I mentioned before, I was talking about Trump and what he said about Khomeini, and not, of course, it's Khomeini, but the Iranian president, Hassan Rouhani, responded to Trump's tweet. <laughs> and he said, The White House is afflicted by mental retardation and does not know what to do. I could not agree with him more. The foreign minister of Iran called Trump's threats outrageous and idiotic. Could not agree more. Outrageous, idiotic, mental retardation. I would say, you know, I'd put Trump in the mental retarded. He always repeats the same words over and over again. And then I bring in the rest of the crew. Pompeo, Bolton. Of course, Trump had Paul Wolfowitz and Penis Cheney. Again, I have to say penis because I have to be proper on Progressive Radio Network. I don't want to call him Dick, a Dick Cheney. I mean, were they uh, outrageously idiotic? Or were they just, um, you know... Mentally retarded. I'd say they're not mentally retarded. They're deranged. They're psychopaths and sociopaths. They're mass murderers. They're no different than some crazy person picking up a gun and going to a school or their business and killing innocent people. To me. They're no different. Obama's no different. Penis Cheney's no different. Wolfowitz is no different. Rumsfeld's no different. Pompeo's no different. Bolton's no different. None of them are different. You go into other countries, Clintons, and all of them, and murder people because I don't like that leader, Gaddafi. I say he has to go. I don't like him. I don't like the guy sitting next to me. I don't like my neighbor. I'll blow his brains out. Oh, that's the other country you got to watch out for is Colombia. Because that president as well is taking aim at Venezuela, saying it's the moral authority. To become involved in Venezuela. And on the other war that we've forgotten by far, by far the longest war in American history, Afghanistan. I have two trend forecasts for you. We'll be out of Afghanistan 
and we'll have a peace treaty with North Korea before the presidential reality show ends next year in November. I'd say around October, September of next year, we'll have a peace treaty with both of those. This way, Trump could wear that as a badge of honor. You know, Dwight D. Eisenhower said no one over 70 should run for the office of president. And he said, I know, because he was over 70 when he was in there. He wasn't 70 when he first went in, but by the time he finished. And now we've got Trump is, what, 73? Biden, about 70-something. Sanders, and these are the... You don't have the energy. I'm 70, I'm 72. Yeah, I'm, I'm in good shape. I got it, but it's different. And these guys are in terrible shape. I mean, Trump couldn't run up a flight of stairs. So anyway, I think they're going, he's going to do everything he can to get reelected. So look for lower interest rates. Probably lower them, I say, eh. Remember I said on, 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 on the show that you're going to see a 30 year mortgage down below 4%. And now of course it is. So they raised interest rates nine times since 2015. They could lower them, I say six to seven times before the election. So I'm just putting it out there. If you have refinancing issues or anything, look forward to lower interest rates. I forecast they're going to be coming. U.S. House votes down amendment to block NSA collection of personal communications of American citizens. This is from World Socialist. On June 18th, the U.S. House of Representatives voted 283 to 175 against an amendment that would have limited the ability of the government to collect personal communications of U.S. citizens without a warrant. Isn't that great? Fourth Amendment, kiss it goodbye. Kiss the Constitution goodbye. Kiss the Declaration of Independence goodbye. Disgusting. Disgusting. And no blowback. Who cares? Oh, and by the way, your uh, some of the people that voted against the amendment, Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, and Chairman of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff. And of course, that was spelled wrong. Get rid of that C, get rid of those Fs, and throw in a T. Intelligence is an oxymoron when you put it next to a name of a moron like Schiff and the rest of the House, House Intelligence Committee. Boy, is that blowing up their ego. Intelligence of a dumbbell. Moron intelligence. So there we are. Another week of madness, and it's only going to get wilder. On the market fronts, by the way, I just want to mention that I believe the equity markets are near their high, at or near their high. They might go a little higher as they pump more money into the system and corporations buy back more stocks, as Apple is now, by the way. So this cheap money will keep the merger and acquisition activity going. It'll artificially pop up, pump up the markets, the monetary stimulus that the addicts need to keep the bull running. But I believe it's near its peak. And you're going to see more and more money into cash. And I also believe, of course, more money into gold. And silver, they ask, people ask me about silver. Silver usually follows. Oh, by the way, when we started this uh, broadcast, 
gold was at 1,410. It's now 1,414. The gold bull run. I'm not bragging, but I was the first to write it. Use those words. It's in your trend alert, June 6th. I'm a trend forecaster. That's what I'm supposed to do. I get them right, I get them wrong. But when you get one right like this, this is a big right. Again, they're going to keep dumping in cheap money all over the world to keep this Ponzi scheme going. I don't know what this is. Right, there we go. Got rid of that. Whew. I was looking at the, uh, the markets and that thing came on. So listen, we're going to see you next week. Thank you again for tuning into Progressive Radio Network. Support Gary Noll by those products. They're great. He's helped a lot of people, changed a lot of lives and helped me as well in many different ways. And, of course, consider subscribing to the Trends Journal, the only magazine in the world where you will read history before it happens. And to support Occupy Peace. And to subscribe to the Trends Journal, it's trendsjournal.com. And for Occupy Peace, it's occupypeace.com. So peace on earth, goodwill to men and to women. See you next week. of you who would like a delicious and nutritious and really healthy snack bar, I've created one for you. It's called the Cocoa Magic Bar. Now, I want you to look at the ingredients in the bar you're eating and compare it to these ingredients. And then ask yourself, which one is most likely to cause a problem and which is most likely to benefit your body? But first, here's the number you'll call to order it at special discounted price. That number for you to call is 877-627-5065. Write it down, please. 877-627-5065. Now, my Cocoa Magic Bar is 11 grams of muscle-building plant-based protein in every bar. To give you an idea... That's more than you'll get in an egg. In fact, almost twice what you get in an egg. There's antioxidant-rich cherries and green tea and walnuts. There's also cell-nourishing the omega-3 fatty acids and monosaturated fats from walnuts and almonds. There's a wonderful blend of chlorella and spirulina, the algaes. And those are the organic almond butter and prebiotic fibers and organic rice protein and organic clover honey and pea protein and dark chocolate and uh, organic cacao and organic coconut and organic coconut oil and organic sesame seeds and a green blend with organic vanilla extract, sea salt and stevia. Again, vegan, gluten-free and absolutely scrumptious and delicious. The Coco Magic Bar. Please enjoy it. You are listening to PRN, Progressive Radio Network. <laughs> 